Hey, hey guys, it's Katie Baldwin for another recap, another edition. NASCAR recap this week, we were at Auto Club. A lot to talk about. Oh, sorry if I sound a little out of breath. Just trying to get situated in here. Um, so the first thing, let's let's go through the weekend first, shall we? Let's start with Friday. Friday, um, nothing interesting happened. I already gave you guys uh, kind of an update about practice Friday, both practices, so I don't really need to go through that. I want to talk about Saturday, though, during qualifying. Uh, Martin Truex, Martin Truex Jr., failed inspection three times. Apparently, there was some body modifications that he had that had been done to the car that apparently were not within the parameters that NASCAR sets. So apparently, he had failed inspection and he could not post a qualifying time. Uh, that's one of the things that you um, uh, that NASCAR set that. You fail qualify that you fail inspection three times. You don't get to set a qualifying time. You don't get to post a qualifying time. So, um, what I find interesting is this is the third week in a row that we've had this issue, and I find it interesting that it's again a Joe Gibbs car. Uh, what I find interesting about that is that, again, it's a Joe Gibbs car. And I feel like Joe Gibbs Racing is notorious for bending the rules a little bit too much. Uh, you know, I, I find that really... It's a, it's a trending thing that I notice with that, that organization. So, Martin Truex finally passed inspection on the fourth try, but he didn't get to post a qualifying a qualifying time. Uh, sorry, I'm uploading a post as I do this one. Uh... Um, so, um, so yeah, I find that interesting that we're seeing that with Joe Gibbs racing. I, I find that very weird. Um, and why, and like I said, like I, that's a third week in a row that we've seen that from that team. So, um, qualifying was really close. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, he did, uh, he was in one seven, uh, seventeen hundredths of a second, uh, seven, it was like a seven hundredths of a second. He was really close to beating Clint Boyer's time to get the pole, but he started second. And actually not a bad day for Johnson. Actually had him winning just because he's won there six times, but nobody had anything for Alex Bowman who won today, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, I want to talk about Xfinity first. They had the race on Saturday, Xfinity. And Chase Briscoe was very, very strong. But one thing that I'm finding that is really interesting, that's been a prevalent factor 
this weekend has been tire fall off. And one thing that we noticed with Chase during the Xfinity races, he loves to run the wall. He loves to be right up there in the wall. He, he really does enjoy being up in the wall. And he was having tire, that tire pressure was building. And those back tires being so close to the wall, they were starting to wear out faster, that left side. And so, I think it was four laps to go, and he ended up getting loose and spun into the grass, and that kind of ended his chance of winning. Harrison Burton won that one. Uh, former Kyle Busch Racing driver for trucks, moved up to Xfinity for Joe Gibbs. Uh, Austin Sendrick did good. Austin Sendrick finished... Fifth or third? Can't remember, but he had a really solid day. He did very well. So, not much to talk about in Xfinity. Now I want to talk about today's race. Today's race was not major in cautions. And that was a shocker. There was only one caution for cause, and I think that was Kyle Larson getting in the wall, which, again, isn't surprising. So, that's out of the way as Kyle Larson likes to go into walls. Not surprising there. Um, Brad had a really phenomenal points day. He finished fifth. Uh, he started 15th, let me tell you. He had a terrible qualifying run. Um, he's not that great at Auto Club anyway. But I'm glad I put him in my lineup only because he did rally and he did really well. Although Bush finished better than Brad, but that was okay. Um... But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, there was glimpses of speed for Brad. And I don't know what Logano was doing. Logano was kind of up there, but he wasn't really up there. He was, he wasn't. It, it was a whole cluster thing. I don't know what Logano was doing. But Brad had a phenomenal points day. He got points in stages one and two and three. You know, he got stages in both of those, so that was really good. So he was 19th in the standings. He's now 12th. So that makes me feel good that if this round, of, if the playoffs were to start now, he would be in the round of 16. But, again, we're two, three races in now. Alex Bowman won today, by the way. He was extremely fast. Nobody had anything for him. But what I want to talk about is Kyle Busch. Because his comments were actually really interesting. He didn't do too bad in his post-race interview. But he seemed displeased by his second-place finish. And let me explain to you why I think that's surprising. He started, like, way back in the field. He had an up-and-down day, and he finished his second. Considering where he started the race... I'd have to say that second's pretty good. You shouldn't have anything to complain about considering where you're qualified. But then again, that's that's Bush for you. But, um, you know, we're still searching for that first one for Brad. We're still searching for it. Um, I'm hoping it'll be soon. We're going to Phoenix uh, next week. So that should be really good. I'm looking forward to that. He does well there. He, he does pretty well there. Um... Again, it's going to be another debate as to do I put him in my starters or not. I don't know. I don't want to use him all the time because I think I have like eight uses left for him. So I kind of have to figure out, is he really strong there? Do I want to put him in at all? 
Um, speaking of fantasy, uh, I just kicked Gary's ass again. I got 539 points, and he only has 413. So I'm doing really good in fantasy, so that's pretty great. Um, other than that, I don't have much to say. Like I said, the weekend was uneventful. You know, the the race was uneventful. I mean, it was good racing nonetheless, but it was uneventful. Um, uh, it's good to see Chevy actually doing something. They they were very strong today, uh, and, you know, people are trying to say, oh, HM, you know, they're going to start the bull crap again of HMS and everything. Okay, Chevy, you've won one race. It's a long season. My suggestion is let's hold off on saying that Chevy's back until we can look at the whole season and see where did they finish. They've got one win, Ford has one win, and Toyota. All three manufacturers have one win at this point. So they're pretty dead even. No manufacturer is outdoing the other. So my suggestion would simply be let's hold off on saying anything about Chevy being back in the uh, conversation because it's a long season. We have 33 races left on the calendar, so it's a long season. So let's slow down and see what happens. And one thing at a time, and that's just it. That's all we can do. And, you know, we just go on to Phoenix. Like I said, Brad is decent at Phoenix. Uh have to decide whether I want to put him in my in my starters or not. Like I said, he we've got some other tracks he's good at. He's good at Talladega. He's good at Bristol. He's good at Martinsville. Uh, so those are three places I definitely want to put him in. So I am debating. I might not put him in my starters this weekend. I might give him a rest because I need him for the stronger tracks that he's really good at. So, I really kind of wish I hadn't stuck him in my starters this weekend. I kind of wish I would have gone with uh, Matt Benedetto because he finished very well. or you know. So, like I said, it's going to be in, up to Friday again until I figure out who I'm going to put for Phoenix. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. Um, pretty short recap, pretty much. Like I said, not an eventful weekend. Um you know, it was a good race, a points day for Brad. Yeah, I'm a little bummed he didn't win, but he really dug himself out of hole. Like I said, he was 19th in points going in. He's leaving 12 points, uh, uh, 12th in points. So I'm okay with that. He dug himself out of a points hole. Now we need to go and win Phoenix. Uh, he's actually going to be in the Xfinity race in, in Phoenix. So that's going to be great. I'm excited to watch that on Saturday. That's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that. And uh, we're a short track. Brad is very good at short tracks. Very, very good at short tracks. I think this track is a mile. I think Phoenix is a mile track. So it's a lot shorter than um, Auto Club. So we shall see what happens. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to him being in the Xfinity race and uh, see what happens. Uh, I think... Trucks has a race in Phoenix. I don't know. That's why I haven't posted, talked too much about trucks. Cause trucks were off this week. Trucks didn't have a race. It was just Xfinity and Cup. And it's going to be really rare to see all three manufa- all three series together again. It will sometimes happen, but it's going to be really rare. 
because trucks and Xfinity have two different schedules. And Xfinity may not always be at the same track as Cup. Like Xfinity goes to Road America, Cup does not. Cup only has technically three if you want to count the Roval, but really two's, uh, two road courses, Sonoma and Watkins Glen. And those are going to be tough as well. But I will get to those when we get to those. So um, just going to get off of here now. Like I said, I don't have much to report for Brad. Like I said, it was a solid weekend for him, solid points day. And that's what he needed. Um, so I am going to sign off of here. And uh, I'll see you guys uh, next weekend. So until then.